Tim, where are you at? I'm in a hotel at an undisclosed location. <laughs> I can tell by the lamps. Isn't that funny? Interesting. Okay. If you see to my back, there are two lamps. <laughs> oh, not the, not the stewardess. <laughs> not the stewardess. Oh, my gosh. I mean, she can do a lot of jobs. She's she Barbie. Can. So, Tim, we won't get into the details of why said hotel is happening. But no, we're not doing that. No, but how are you? Are you okay? I am better than I've been this whole entire week. Oh, good. Good, good, yeah. good. That's good to know. So, in honor of Women's History Month, wait, mm -hmm. are we on the podcast? It's recording right now, yeah. So, in honor of Women's History Month, um, I have a woman-owned brand. It's called Uptown Wine Cocktails. Ooh. Please, Jesus, don't be somebody who hates Black people. But, um, yeah, it is the Chocolatini. Ooh. Um, apparently, in this undisclosed place, they allow ready-to-drink cocktails to be bought in the uh, grocery store. Oh, the grocery store where it has it. Yeah, okay. like the the just plain ass grocery store. Um, to our listeners in France and Lebanon, um, are in Virginia the liquor and stuff is sold separate. Yeah. So you can get wine and beer at a grocery store, but you can't get cocktails and like liquor based drinks there. Yeah. Um, those are separate. But depending on the state you're in in the USA. Yes. You, Here you can get liquor right smack dab near the uh the wine Ooh. Uh, the purple i was gonna get our purple rain yes but, um i uh opted for a cocktail because i had never never experienced that so mm -hmm. pour me a little bit of it that's right see oh yeah oh similar <laughs> Cheers. Cheers Boop. to Kevin Chubb. That's not bad. It's very alcoholic. Oh, yeah. So one of the things about like the pre-made cream-based or dairy-based ones. Yeah. You can get that whiff of the vodka or the rum like yeah, right off. It's yeah, it's there. It's 13.9%. So. Oh, Lord. So we'll see how I feel at the end of this. All right. Nice. Maybe this will be our opening going forward is you you trying different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Other people need to know what's yes. going on without knowing where I am. That's uh, <laughs> right. So, Tim, I know you're on this kind of staycation at your hotel. Yes, um, an ambiance of blessed, busy, and highly favored. Yes. What do you do in the past time while you're there? Are you watching anything? What are you doing? So, being in a hotel means that I have cable. Oh, yes. And cable means TLC. I have not seen the TLC channel wow. in so long. And I forgot about my sisters, the Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh, yes. Okay, Girl, yeah. they have children. Oh, yes. Yes, they do. I was like... Okay, sis, we're doing good. And then the girl got on the um, she was like, I'm so fat. And she was 
correct. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay. And then she stepped on the scale and she went but 281 pounds. I was like, dang, how short are you? Oh, oh, shorty. Oh, okay. Very short. So I'm like, you must be really short. But I don't, I mean, obviously I don't know these people, so I don't know how short they are. I just know how much I weigh and what yeah. I look like and what they look like. And when she stepped on the scale, I wasn't expecting a 280. Gotcha. Okay. Because in seventh grade, I was 280 pounds. But <laughs> so for everybody out there, I believe Tim, let me know if I'm wrong here, but me and Tim don't typically find the word fat offensive. We've definitely moved into like big, fat, voluptuous, like. Yeah. So fat is a description to me. Yeah. Yeah. So when we say fat, we are not, um, we are not trying to shame or put down anybody because we, we identify as fat, big people. Yeah. So um, just putting I mean, that I'm out there. Chub. I'm the chub in cub and chub. Yeah. Right. And the cub is also kind of a chub. So it's totally. <laughs> I mean, so. <laughs> You're a bear. Bear. You're, a bear cub. You're adorable. Yeah. So we, we are, are wearing that Sunnydale. I love it. That's right. My Buffy. Yeah, but we're part of the crew that are not no longer trying to be offended by the word fat. Um, we no, know it's not offensive. It well, it can be offensive to right. some people, and I understand that. And if it is, you know, please don't think of it as me trying to come for you or whoever. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, it's right. We, we, do, we are not offended by the term fat unless you want to be offensive with the term fat. Exactly. In which case, we will come for you, right? Yes. The term- I'll come for your eyebrows. I'll come for your parents. That's I'll come right. for your children. I have no, like, yeah. I have no, no line, so. The term, the, like, the term black is not offensive unless you say it out your mouth a certain way. Exactly. And we know what you mean, and then we're coming for you. Yes. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> no! Wow. Wow. And the... My new being queen. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I was like, you just called me a princess, and I am mad. So we're opening up hot here today. We're using our beeps. We're, we're using, using our beep, 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 beep. Just call me bad things. That's <laughs> because I am a black, black, blaggity black. I won't, Even I though, won't. you know, this, this light is not giving, you know, it's giving a little washed. <laughs> it's all right. But Hotel I'm light. watching the blood of the melanin. <laughs> Hotel light, totally fine. Um, Tim, we're here today to talk about fitness. <laughs> As we talk about how fat we are and how pretty and how hot and thick That's we right. Are. We're talking about all the big Fs in our lives, fat and fitness. Listen. Um, <laughs> so we're going to get on a roll, but before we do, you got something you want to say, Tim? Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Fair, and this is Cub. And Chub. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yay. Okay. This is a shit show.
Hello. So as y'all know, we are talking about fitness today. This is interesting. Aren't we super excited about talking about fitness, Tim? <laughs> uh, speaking of that, um, when did you realize you were not fit? <laughs> When did I realize I was not fit? Or when did you first realize it? Yeah. Like, what was the realization that, like, girl, this ain't I'm not up to par with these standards? Yeah. I, I mean, I. this goes back to some of our talk about awareness of our bodies, right, a little bit. Because I always equated being bigger to not being healthy, right? Yeah. And I think we are both old enough now to know that just because somebody's a someone's big don't mean that they can't they can't be healthy move that body around <laughs> move and be athletic right so being a part of rugby showed me all types of bodies are fit in it whatever size. Fit. that's right so but as a kid it was really weird because my my dad as a kid i don't know that he was i wouldn't say he was like skin and bones he wasn't like he wasn't like super skinny, but he he was fit and he was yeah. playing football and basketball and he was, was a sporty. He was a sporty spice and um and my mom who has pretty much maintained her weight her entire life also uh, fit is not something I, I wouldn't say she was very athletic, but I she I just had a physique that was. On the thinner I, side. Yeah, I appropriated her body size to her health. Mm-hmm. And then I saw me. And I'm a big kid, right? Like, I'm a big boy. And my parents don't look like that. And I was so confused. And my sisters, who, again, growing up were like both string beans. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the hell? And then I look at my family history. Like, I was, I was lucky enough to know my great-grandparents growing up. Yeah. And... Congrats. My, oh, let's see here. My dad's dad's parents, mm-hmm. Boo Boo and Pawpaw from Saltville, Virginia. Boo Boo and Pawpaw. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I love How it. Dare you? It's giving <laughs> all that I need to know. I can't believe you. And yes, Boo Boo and Pawpaw. Uh, Pawpaw was with us until I was 16 and Boo Boo was with us until 2006, so like I was like 23. But we were there every summer, so I knew them. Papa, string bean, like not not a piece of fat on him. Mm-hmm. And Boo Boo, Boo Boo, Boo Boo had some curves. Boo Boo was cur- bang bang into the room. Boo Boo yes. was a curvaceous <laughs> lady. Yeah, and and so and my and my grandfather, my dad's dad, was also a larger guy. He suffered from diabetes and had um, wasn't very big on his food intake and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. similar to some some of the things I, I struggle with. So there are like plus size bigger people in my family history, but my immediate family, I'm over here like, what the, what? How did? What happened? You so, look to your left. That's right. Right. And then look at this. And again, I, I'm much more comfortable now. But as a kid, I was like, man, I feel I, I feel off. And then my dad, who was very athletic, my dad is a um, a master, a, a jack of all trades. I would say he's very into learning new things and, and dabbling in a little bit of everything, right? Yes. So he's so he loves 
playing sports and he loves listening to music and he'll pick up the guitar and then he'll read a book on chess and he'll become a chess master and then he'll learn how to grow sprouts and now he now he's got a green thumb and so he's that kind of guy yeah um but part of that is that he does have a love of sports and athleticism and he and he has a physique that 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 allows that and so um as a kid like i played baseball for seven years i was in basketball basketball can you picture my actually i can because there's always that chubby kid there's always the chubby center <laughs> the chubby center just get... I the chubby center. yes just get to the center and stay and just wave your hands like this <laughs> Oh my God. Don't wave your hands because that's how I like clotheslined a, a little girl. And that's the thing. It's like, when you got to get physical, get the chubby kid out there to block yeah. it. I didn't um, have me to. I cried. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't. Well, no. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I had no feeling about it. I had no feeling about it. I just wanted to be in the outfit, outfield, sitting down with my headphones and listening to music. And I had to like catch the ball. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I just wasn't ever very athletic. I, di- I didn't ever have the coordination. Or, or that kind of mental fortitude to, to deal with that. Yeah. Um, so I just wasn't very good at it. And I knew that, I knew that at age five. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tim, can I tell you my favorite story about my athleticism? Always. Oh my gosh. And I hope, I hope dad hears this. Oh my God. So, <laughs> Hi, I, hello, dad. So, um, I think I was four or five, probably more five, and dad had signed me up for a soccer league, for like a young kid's soccer league. And I went there, I was with Jessica, my older sister, and I even think my cousin Al was also, not my boyfriend Al, but my cousin Al, mm-hmm. um, was also signed up for this league and like we were going together. It kind of seemed like a family event in my brain. But we get to the park, I go out in the field and we do like a warm up or something and we got to kick the ball around and just get on the field and go play with the kids bear and i do what i do a lap i go out in the field i run down the field and i run back and i walked right back to my dad and i was like what is this on my arm and he's like that's sweat and i said no <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we, young bear. We, we, yes. We won't be doing this today. No, uh-uh. this. So, I just what, had a good bath. What, what is, is, <laughs> is sweat? Uh, is that how you say sweat? I won't be doing that. And I'm like, ugh, perspiration. My <laughs> soccer playing lasted exactly however long it took me to run down mm-hmm. that field. So that's Absolutely. what we're dealing with from an athleticism standpoint. That's the kind of fit me and Tim are talking about today. That's what I'm dealing with. Tim, what about you? Like, as a kid, like, what were you dealing so, with with fitness and your athleticism? What? I'm a little bit of the opposite. Um, both of my parents were fat. Like, they were big, mm-hmm. like, like how I am now. Like, how I present to this day yeah. is how they were as I was growing up. Mm-hmm. We ate. We ate good. We ate often. Yeah. Um and we had no qualms about it up until maybe i want to say i was maybe like eight or nine Mm -hmm. and my mom would always just be like 
don't you want to go outside and run around the house like 10 times <laughs> and stuff like that? And I was like, no, <laughs> like, I want to sit right here. And, and I was, I thought it, at, at one point I thought it was because I was like, she just tired of me being around and not, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm noticing that you're getting big. <laughs> Um, but I was the type to just sit in front of my mama, talk to her while she was baking cakes and stuff and eating flour. Like I, right. I was that kid. So it, what was some of that? Cause you, I think you mentioned another podcast that, you know, at one point you guys had gone to the doctors and the doctors had made a comment about your weight. And so that was fifth grade when he made the comment, right? Um, that's when I was 199 pounds. Mm -hmm. um, I was 10 years old. And he was like, you're gonna, you know, like, you are too big, you need to be, you know, getting this weight off of you. And like, really kind of like shaming my mom about it. But my mama won't have it. Right. Like, she was very much like, girl, we all big, and we, we gonna stay big. And it is what it is. Like, he just a big boy. Um, but at the same time, also like trying to encourage that I be more active. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like in middle school, my dad, and I don't know how much of this was like me wanting, me needing to be active or me like trying, him trying to make me more manly. Or mm. more masculine, if you will. Which is which is a lot of time tied up in this idea of fitness and athleticism and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he um signed me up for basketball, signed me up for football, and promised me that if I, you know, participated, that he would come to every game. Mm -hmm. I did. Um, it was sixth grade. I did football, seventh grade, I did basketball. Mm -hmm. um, hated every minute of it. Yeah. Um, because I am not athletic. Um, it, and I don't like to run if I don't have to. Uh, so it was very much like a, I'll do this because my dad is telling me that I have to do it. And then he ended up not coming to any of them. So I didn't have to do it ever again mm -hmm. um, because it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, you said you was coming and you didn't. So now I understand it because child, he had to work, but sure. <laughs> but also like, was, but did he have any, that. did he have any connection to sports? Did he, what, did he grow up playing sports or have an uh, affinity so, for it? Unbeknownst to me up until maybe, maybe like 1920, when I saw like pictures of him, I- Up until, oh, 1920 uh, years old. I went, me at 19, Sorry. 19 or 20. Sorry, up until about 1920, 1921. You know, I, back in the day when I was a baby. Right. Um, so, <laughs> me being 19 years old or 20 years old, I can't remember. Um, I started seeing, you know, pictures of them being younger and he was quite fit. He was in, the, I mean, he was in the army in his early twenties. Mm. So he was very fit. Um, my mother, my mother, however, has always been the more voluptuous. Yeah. Um, 
So fortunately for me, um, shout out to all the people who have enjoyed it. I have, you know, taken upon my mother's body. So, um, yeah. Did you, so, so having parents who were bigger most of the time that you knew them, mm-hmm. did you, besides like, you know, the occasional push from your mom to maybe get up and move around or something, did you ever get the feeling that, did they ever make you feel big or did they, did you feel like you were connected with them because you were, you were, everybody was kind of big in your family? Everybody was kind of big in my family, but the kids, everybody else's kids were like a little bit older than me. Well, a lot of bit older than me, at least, you know, 15, 20 years. So they were fitter, like if that makes mm. sense. Um, I, no, uh, okay. Okay. So yeah. I, um, I had cousins who were uh, the Martins and they were basketball like prodigies. Yeah. And they were very much known in our hometown and they just were like really strong, uh, very, very muscular, very, the physique of what you would deem attractive back then mm-hmm. um, is what they were. Yeah. And their mother was the same way, which was my mother's sister, um, was the same way. And so a lot of times my aunt would come to the house and be like, you don't need to eat that or you don't need to do you know such and such or you should come to the y with me and we can walk on the treadmill or something like that yeah and my mother wouldn't say no or say stop that Mm. um maybe and i fear that maybe it's in hopes that i would go Mm -hmm. um but it, it other than that it like it didn't come from my immediate family. Yeah, it came from outside sources. It came from outside sources, school. Um, Obviously I went to public school, everybody, all shapes and sizes. I was always the biggest kid. I was always, you know, very quiet, very shy, but you know, you do notice other children and what they look like. Yeah. And you think that you should look like that. Yeah. Especially growing up in a home where everybody else was so much older than me, um, school was really that place where I felt like I was not something like something was wrong with me because I'm, because I'm so much bigger than these people are. Um, I remember, (laughs) I remember breaking a desk in eighth grade. Um, but then the next week when this boy used to pick on, picked on me about it, I closed my eyes and I opened my eyes and he was also on the floor because he had broken a desk. So, you know, he was, I mean, he wasn't that much smaller than me, but he Mm -hmm. was just small enough to start picking on me about it. Right. And so it was very, you know, thank God that that happened. Um, Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's. 
being fit never came like the idea of being fit never came from at least directly from my mother or father or brother saying be yeah it kind of like just seeped in my psyche because other people around me were getting uh were getting fit or or they were just smaller and i noticed that yeah um yeah but I, I i with dad and again everything i'm about to say i have a very good relationship with my father love him to death really does um but me and dad are so similar in so many ways but one of the few ways we are dissimilar is uh, our relationship with food and again my size and our athleticism like we have very similar music interests we're very curious people we like to learn new things i think we're both very sociable so we have all these similarities but one of the things we differ on again is as our our relationship with food and again that athletic fit aspect that he has that i don't and there would be times growing up and i know now that i know now that he was a parent looking at me and and realizing i had a relationship with food that was unhealthy yeah but he would say like hey maybe don't have that extra slice you know yeah. and those kind of things trying to encourage me to like break the habit but as a sensitive like I, <laughs> as a sensitive that's the thing is like we know like right right like I, I again now like i totally understand where he was coming from and he was actually trying to help in his own way but at the time like being a uh a f being the father figure commenting on yeah my food and my and, and and because he's commenting about my food he must be commenting about my size yeah right and well, so the thing about it is is like also coming from a privilege of always being that size right and he's also he's one of those guys like he'll be like man i want to drop 20 pounds and yeah. he will just do it he will just oh i'm just gonna have eggs and a salad like he has that discipline internally that when he wants to control his body he does yeah. and it's and it's something and it's one of those things it's like i'm in awe of it and i'm kind of jealous of it yeah and so when he's the one who makes a comment it's also like oh <laughs> so um but again in hindsight i understand you know his where he was coming from and trying to help me because i have always had a, a really um i am more i lean towards relaxation and creative leisure. leisure and creative endeavors that are not physical right yeah i will i will listen to music all day i will write i will sit at my computer um and so i understand where he was coming from that was always kind of like the ah oh, daggone it the 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 athletic one is has said something it's like oh no yeah um so we struggled with that a little bit growing up but um can i i wanted to ask you because we both have been on journeys where we have dropped significant weight yeah um and in and during that time we were probably both as fit or as athletic as we probably would argue that we were would yeah, you agree with that like, i when i had my moment in the sun um i was playing rugby um as i have said that i'm not at i'm not Sporty. Um, I did play rugby for you know a few games, mm -hmm. and it's not for me now. I understand um, that 
you know, you have to have a certain non-regard for your body limbs in order to play yeah. that game. Um, of all the sports to get into, you got into like one of the most physical, intense. Because it's also physical touching. Um, La ladies, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody listening, there's a reason the gays love rugby, right? There's a reason. There's a reason, man. There seems to be a lot of gay rugby the leagues. Techniques mm. of like what you need to do to stay safe in rugby. It's a lot of like handling of areas yeah. um, that you know can can make you want to play rugby. Right. So. Um, yeah, so I was doing rugby. I was also, you know, having having a great time in life and not really feeling the sadness that I've I have been known to feel most of my life. Sure. Um and I'd cope with that sadness through food. Um so not having to think about that or you know having other avenues to find happiness in i was coping less yeah eating less um and it was and i also like i had asked somebody out and they said no and so i was like girl let me let me show you how <clears throat> how good i can look mm -hmm. um and did, and it was great. But but I will say, even in that, when I look at those pictures, when I got to, you know, my lowest in my adult life, um, I was very lanky and not, mm. not, not built in the way that I would want to be. Mm. Um, so if I, if I ever, you know, get back to something like that. I would hope that I would do, I've learned a few more other methods and whatnot that are more, that are better than just not eating and running. <laughs> sure. Right. Longevity yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I just can't, I can't believe I, there was a point in my life where I was getting up at 5 a.m. to run. Girl, you know what I mean. Were, I was like, "Is this bitch about to be a marathon runner? Running like, Spartan Spartan races? Yeah, um, like a WW campaign person? Yeah, like, it's dropping dropping pounds and getting my little like, trinkets from WW. Listen, um, like every week, it, I was like, this motherfucker must have a sponsorship or something because you were you were like taking." Like Instagram after Instagram. Yeah, I was. Hashtag. There's something about being in that zone. Like you're you you hate people in that zone yeah. until you figure out how to be in the zone, mm -hmm. and then you are the zone, right? And then you fall outside the zone again, and you cannot figure out for the life of you how to get back in. How 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 at fucking thirty five did I? find the wherewithal to run 5Ks and eat protein bars. Listen, and I hope I find it. 
35-year-old right now. It's like, it's like mist. I don't even, I can't even capture it. Like what's- It's just something that happens, I think, in you. Because I didn't, listen, I moved to D.C. And I wasn't like, you know what? I'm going to be fit and play rugby and do all these things. I didn't say that. I mm-hmm. said, that those dudes look good. I want to be where they are. And, you know, because they were cute and they said, oh, why don't you run with me? I was like, I'll run with you. I'll run with you. I will chase I'll you. I'll run with you. <laughs> now, was I last every single time? Absolutely. Did they make me feel bad about it? Absolutely not. They no. Were, they were so happy that I was there. Yeah, just participating. And like, it was one of those things where I didn't even realize what was going on. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I didn't realize that I was getting fit. Right, right. Yeah. You I, were was just, just, I was just doing activities. You're just living. You're just yeah. having you're just meeting people and having a good time. I was just, oh my God, I'm so happy. Let's drink. Yeah. And oh my God, I haven't eaten in two days. Like <laughs> I didn't. And my, bad. Like, my bad, my oh, bad. <laughs> let me go to the cobbler and get some like greens. I don't That's know. Right. <laughs> let me get some water because all I've been doing is drinking straight vodka. Vodka. Oh my gosh. I was like, mm. oh, all we do is drink shots, which are only like sixty calories. <laughs> and I've been running all day, so it's fine. Three thousand calories that I drink of my iced coffee. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we could have a whole episode about iced coffee. Oh my God. Listen, I can't live without it. So we're homosexuals. Tim, we're homosexuals with a with a coffee addiction. Tim, I think we gotta take a break. We'll of course. Be, we'll be right back, everybody. Bye. Bye. You're gonna count me in. <laughs> so, we're just gonna roll oh! it. Oh! <laughs> in did. three, two, one! <laughs> I'm keeping all of this in. This is great. Hi, oh, Tim. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Ah, we're back. Welcome back from the break. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a shit show as always. Um, as always. Who told you we were professional? Who told you? It's been we've been doing this for weeks now, and um, we keep it we keep it very real, as real as we can. True. <laughs> Tim, so um, tell us when you are trying to focus on your fitness or help hone in on that or, or get in on something. What are those things that help motivate you to? get fit or get in that mindset? Um, so not gonna lie, a lot of times um, it will be, I see somebody who looks like me who is fit. <laughs> and I'm just like, dang, I could really look like that mm-hmm. if I just tried. Or I will look in the mirror and be like, damn, your face is so cute. If you like, you could really do something if you just, you know, maybe jostle around a little, a little fat for muscle mm. and, you know, just change a little bit about the abdomen area. 
Okay. Um, because I don't want to change my ass. Um, I think that is the moneymaker. Um, that's what we call the milkshake that brings the boys to the yard. When you know what you got. Yeah, uh, you keep it going. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, so I will do that. But I generally follow a couple people on social media based on not because they necessarily have the best workouts or um, the best like meal preps or anything like that. I like the imperfectness about things. Mm -hmm. uh, things that I can like kind of latch on and be like, you know what? They aren't pristine and perfect about things. I can see myself doing something like that. Mm. So it, I kind of follow a couple uh, social media people who are just normal people who are talking about fat loss or talking about you know, how you can do a deadlift with some, with some tomato cans in your house. <laughs> like yeah. that makes me a little bit inspired to either do that or be like, you know what, you can get up and go to the gym. Shout out Planet, Planet Fitness. Um, we just signed up. So we've been driving 20 minutes to UFIT yeah for a year and a half two Love years three fit. years um but a planet fitness just opened up in the shopping center near us where the trader joe's is at so really? we got we got a trader joe's slash planet fitness situation you yes. know what richmond is is dc now so richmond is. is the portland of the east coast according wow. to nobody um so uh. <laughs> Sorry. You said that real I, smooth. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so plan of fitness. Yep. I'm trying to get motivated to go to the gym. What makes you motivated? So I tend to find that I have to start with my food mm -hmm. and then get to the, the, the physicality of what I'm trying to do. Um, because it doesn't matter if I'm like training for a 5k or going to the gym regularly if i'm eating poorly i feel bad like yeah. that never catches up to the other one so my building block is food so i don't tend to follow people like from like a physical or like learning how to be like physically fit i tend to follow a lot of accounts that deal with like food options healthy food how to cook for yourself or mm -hmm. your partner and um tasty low calorie meals and that kind of stuff yeah. Um, that like kind of staying in that spin helps me stay focused and, uh, it, it, it triggers the creative aspect of what I like about the journey Yeah. when I want to get there. So like, how do I not like, if I don't want to eat the same protein bar every day, what are other things I can do to like, you know, that kind of stuff. Increase your protein. And yeah. And like, and yeah, and stay creative while trying to maintain, um, and then the other thing, I'm stalling because I forgot what I wanted to say. Well, it yeah, I'm quite <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. Okay, okay, like, so I need to start exercising, and that makes me literally not want to eat certain things. Oh, it, okay. So, so if you're staying physical, you're like, yeah, I, I'm going to stick away from that. Yeah, interesting. Well, I, 
I literally won't want it. Right. Like I just like so if I go to the gym, I won't want the frappuccino. I'll get the sugar-free iced coffee because it tastes it literally just tastes better to me for some reason. Interesting. Okay, or yeah. Like greens and things that you should be eating just taste better. Water tastes better than like um sugary drinks. Sure. And then by the time I've done that, I'm actually in fear of not not eating well because the days that I don't eat well, I'll get cramps in the middle of the night because my electrolytes are off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, my brain, when it comes to my fitness and health, it works like, it literally works like a calendar. And because I'm so food driven, I've got to figure out when I'm eating and what I'm eating to stay okay. sane. Yeah. So that's why with me, it's gotta start with food. Cause I gotta know like, okay, I know that if I don't eat every so often, I'm gonna get irritated mm-hmm. and I've got a plan for what I'm eating. Cause if I don't plan, that's when I insert anything. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing for dinner. We're ordering pizza. I don't know what I'm doing for lunch. We're ordering tacos. Right. Yeah. So if I start there and I plan my meals and I plan my day, then I, then I feel in control. Because what is this about if not control? (laughs) Right? It's like, I have no control over my life. Everything sucks. I'm ordering pizza. (laughs) I'm drinking all the wine. Like, fuck everything. But if I feel like I'm in control, it's about, I've planned my day out. I know what I'm doing. But there's no guessing about what's coming up because I've made a plan. And so, and so those time, my brain is so weird, but my brain gets, I insert those data points into those time slots. Yeah. I eat at six and I'm going to have eggs. I eat at nine. I'm going to have a protein bar. And then before then it's like, okay, so 30 minutes before I eat, I can insert a 25 minute exercise Mm -hmm. or after my, it's, it, it is a pie chart in my brain and I have to get that organized. Otherwise it's all chaos. Yeah, because I'm just eating and I'm eating whatever I want. And then it's like, I'm too full to go for a run. I'm too bloated. And then the week's gone and I had a shitty week and now it's Friday and I'm podcasting with Tim, which I love, but we're drinking wine and I'm ordering Chinese takeout and I I do not care. I'm drinking water. Oh, Timothy, keeping just up talking though. about fitness has gotten me to even it's, better. That's that, <laughs> even talking about it has kept me focused. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so Tim, what 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 frustrates you about the concept of fitness and athleticism? Because you know, again, and I, and. and I, you and I circle around some of these topics because they're they're parallel to each other yeah. or they're in the same Venn diagram. When we talk about food and our weight yes. and fitness, like they're they're all connected. The mindset, the athleticism, the 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 food. It's I mean, all part- it means it's a life. Like we are we are talking about our lives and so sometimes you're going to get the same words because yeah. it all connects. It's all part of the same thing. You may get the same story that is connected to weight and is connected to parents and is connected to being child, being a yeah. child, being, you know. 
we're having this podcast and my partner's at the gym right now. Yeah. And before he left today, he's like, are you coming with me? And I said, I got a podcast in 90 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I got a plan for it. You know, I got to do stuff, you know, but, but, but again, it's like these it's, it's life. It's you make time for what's important for you. Yeah. And I, I am not a night person when it comes to working out. If I, if you want me to do it, I got to do it when I first get up. Same thing. When I, when it works for me, I'm up in the morning and it's the first thing I do because I will not be doing it after eight hours of work. Because my, my body says, guess what? You've done your day. Exactly. And that's all I'm giving you. (laughs) My brain is like, so bad. Couch, TV. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Because you're, because you, you don't have the mental and again, I know this is which is me and you, but other people obviously work when they want to. But for me, it's the mentality. It's like I do not have the mental fortitude to hold myself to that standard. Exactly. After dealing with an eight-hour workday mm-hmm. and interacting with other people, and and we'll get to this in my what I'm grateful for. But yeah, it drains you. And by four thirty-five, six o'clock, it's like now you're gonna go do a yeah. very intense workout. Now I'm gonna take an hour and walk on the treadmill or run or or elliptical or weight train. Anything that gets in front of my wine time between five and eight p.m. is a problem now. I, I almost mean, <laughs> it's an issue. So I agree. No, I'm a morning person too. If I'm gonna get something done that's important to me, I just I'm trying... have more 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 discipline in the morning. Yeah. I guess my, like my tired brain will allow me to do whatever I tell it to. Right. 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 You've reset. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, and because of that, I have found that that's why I begin with my working out. Yeah. The, it, it, after I work out in the, like in the morning, first thing I go to work and I'm like, all I want is like some coffee or all I want is, you know, a salad because whatever. Yeah. And, and I get home and I'm like, well, let me just put on this like little bitty boiled whatever and ingest this real quick before I go to my shows. You know, <laughs> Because you started your day there, right? Yeah. You and started I it there. I have to get up extra early to do that again. Right. So I'm going to bed earlier and I'm not eating in the middle of the night. <laughs> so like, that's why working out starts my things. Yeah. But um, yeah, what frustrates me about work uh, fitness is that it's a never ending process. Yeah. You're going to get some, you're never going to get to your ideal place and be like all right i cannot do anything else because it needs to be maintained usually by the ways that you get to however you got there right and that's a lot of times like we do these like fast diets and fast losing weight like we lose weight really really quickly 
but we have to maintain that in order to maintain the weight loss or maintain the fitness, whatever result that you have. If you are lifting, if you're lifting weights to gain all this muscle, guess what? You're going to have to lift heavier and heavier and heavier to keep that muscle. <laughs> right. Otherwise, it's going away. That's frustrating to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, girl, so you mean to tell me I got to do this for the I've got to run two miles a day for the rest of my life? Right. In order to stay at a place where I can you know, buy and use a 1X shirt. Because let's face it, I'm too tall. I'm too broad of shoulders to ever get down to smalls and mediums and shit. And I don't and, want to. And, and, and what is size in that yeah. in that case too, right? Because you, you are also, you're also a very tall person, taller than yeah. most, right? I'm 6'4", so. and, you know, drink that in. That's but- right. 6'4", <laughs> I'm proud, bitch. Yes, I mean the glow from up here is wonderful. Uh, <laughs> the air, just the air quality, is so much better up you here. Know, what, the, what you bitches are breathing in. <laughs> Y'all breathing World War Two air? No, baby, way up here. Woo! <laughs> That's why I'm always hot. Heat rises, oh but like. <laughs> Tim, I hate to do this, but we got to take another break. All right. All right. We'll be right back, guys. Bye. I'm so sick. <laughs> very nice tim um so we're wrapping up this week's show uh do you remember that time that derek uh asked me he was like what is the highest note that you can sing and i was just like like i just jumped it out and, just, about that, and derek's like, it was like he was like not that one uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for doing that uh, that was a good time. <laughs> oh dear. Hey D Train. How's it going, D Train? Um so Tim, you got a shout out for anybody this week? Why yes I do. Uh, so I have a shout out. It is Robin. Robin um, on TikTok. She actually is one of our friends. Hello, Robin. Um, we love her. She's on TikTok. It's Dark Horse One. Um, and you know, she commented and I love her so much. She's she's just a fun person. So I really appreciate it. So shout out Robin. Robin is great people. Actually, Robin has spent many a Christmas, many a dinner over at my family's house. Her and my sister Sarah are good friends and She's always been a great friend to Sarah. And so I will always love Robin. So Robin, if you're hearing this, mwah, thank you. Yes, and also happy belated birthday, Sarah. I love you so much. Happy belated birthday, Sarah. My um, Sarah and I are like two and a half years apart, but I call her my twin because- Basically. Yeah, um, happy birthday, baby sis. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Hope you're having fun. 
Um, yeah. Tim, what's making you live this week? Well, so in not to sound vain or anything, but mm-hmm. I am making me live this week. Um, I've had to make a lot of adult decisions in the past, like, 28 hours. Um, I meant to say 28. Um, and they are putting me on a path that is better than where I've been in the past month, but they were hard decisions to make. Yeah. Very proud of myself that I could, um, kind of come out of my little shy shell and do what needed to be done. So, amen. For me, what about you? What's making me live this week is my coworkers, mm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna dance around this a little bit because I don't want to. <laughs> want to get I don't want to get in trouble I don't want to get anybody in trouble but I will say to me and you have different philosophies when it comes to the level of interaction and input we have with our co-workers I think mm-hmm. it's fair to say um I don't think either one is right or wrong it's just how we both choose to interact with the people we spend time with at our profession but for me I'm one of those people where it's like my mentality because I'm a social person and I like to be liked. Um, but also, if I've got to spend 40 plus hours with you, mm-hmm. I also have a mentality like, I need to like know who you are and like try to like you as a person. Mm-hmm. Because when we struggle and when we have interactions that are less than positive, it helps me to remember that you're a human. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. We're both, we, but we're, we're all human and we're struggling. We're just trying to get through the day. So when I when I know somebody on a more personal level than just professional, it helps me manage those expectations and how you deal with things at work. So I tend to be more personable with people at work. And I've got to say this week um, was was very tough uh, for multiple reasons. And, um, you know, things happen and work can always be great and just had a, had a rough time this week. But I'm so grateful that I work with the team that I have. Because if I didn't have these people that I respect and uh, generally care about, it would be harder to deal with times that are when you struggle and an uphill battle and, um, and you're trying to solve a problem and people have different opinions and you're just trying to get there and that can be very frustrating. But I have a team that I work with every day that is just awesome. And they're professional and they're, uh, and they know what they're doing. They're very, very um, knowledgeable in their fields. Um, And it makes it easier to get through those tough times because they know what they're doing. I respect them, they respect me. And um, we can put one foot in front of the other and move forward. So although it was a very trying week, Um, I wouldn't have wanted to do it with anybody else because these people are great. So uh, without saying anything specific to those people, uh, some who might be listening to this, thank you so much. And you guys are the best. And shout out to y'all. Shout out to you. Thank you so much. 
I have the privilege of knowing, you know, or hearing about these people. Yeah. I'm lovely every time you speak of them. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to talk about how you just tried me. Um, <laughs> no, no, that was not, that was not, it no, it no, we're done. it's fine. You've done it. We, <laughs> that's a great yeah. topic. Maybe one day, maybe one topic show we'll, we'll talk about our how professional, professional, <laughs> shame you. Oh, wow. Okay. So as we wrap up, everybody, you know, you, know you want me dead after this season. So. <laughs> Wait, what? Want you dead after this season? Ned. Ned oh, Stark. Ned Stark. Oh my I god. I was about to say Ned Flanders. Ned <laughs> Flanders. Like, Simpsons. Like, Y'all, this is a shit show. We're, we're we're just trying to get through this. Oh my god, Tim. You're my favorite. We're not um, fit. And we know we're not. <laughs> um, if you want to take our advice, you can drink your water, mind your business, lotion up. Yeah, um, write in and tell us tell us how you stay motivated or what fitness means to you. You can always let us know at we are cub and chub at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, that's we are cub and chub at gmail.com. Boop, boop, boop. Um, you can find us everywhere that you wish your exes would know that you're watching them, but you don't want them to know you're watching them, but you wish that they would pay attention. Any of those platforms, you can find us at cub and chub. <laughs> Tim, Tim has feelings. Um, <laughs> I was I'm trying, trying to, to follow. I was, I was trying, trying to, to riff. I was trying to riff on something and it didn't work out, but we'll just let I it flow. just I was just gonna talk about my actual life and be like, you can follow us on anything you don't want your ex to follow you on because they always come up in your DMs. They always come up in your DMs. At Cub and Jeb. So thank you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a wonderful weekend. Me and Tim will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening again. Okay guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Bye, guys. <laughs>